0: good morning and welcome to the Marcus today breakfast briefing my name is Henry Jennings it is Thursday the 16th of December and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research contact your own financial advisor regarding any other thoughts ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to you can always pause the powerpoint slides here and read our disclaimer in full and if you're listening on a podcast head on over to our marcus website you can read the disclaimer there and if you're not yet a member you can sign up for a membership there what greater gift to give to your loved ones this christmas all right well last night in the u.s of course the major focus in fact the only focus was the FOMC meeting and Federal Reserve chief Jerome Powell acquitted himself brilliantly it seems at least by the market reaction and by the talking heads on CNBC which seemed to think that he had addressed the issues about the rampant inflation that we're seeing in the US 6.8% last count and likely to go above 7 on the next number but the market was pleased with the dot plots showing maybe three interest rate rises in 2022. Remember, the US rates are pretty much close to zero as it is. So three interest rates would only take it up to 0.75%-ish in uh, 2022. And also the tapering that we've heard so much about, that stimulus to the economy being withdrawn. He was quite bullish on the economy, notwithstanding the Omicron issue that is still lurking out there. Market loved this, loved a man with a plan. And uh, it looks like... Jerome Powell is not the Grinch, but is Santa after all. The Dow Jones rallied 1.1%, 383 points, 35,927. NASDAQ, though, showing a clean pair of heels, up 2.15%, 328 points, 15,566. The S&P 500, as usual, in the middle for Diddle, up 1.63%, 76 points, To 4,710. So we did see it break through that 4,700 level again, and maybe another night like last night with the NASDAQ, and we'll see that hit 16,000. Apple doing very well yesterday. And as a result of all this bullishness and risk off, kind of environment Uh, we did see the vix index 12.3 percent lower three points back down to 19 16 to 22 being the range so it's pretty much in the middle of that range. SPY Futures showing a gain of 37 points or just around half a percent, 73.50. But we do seem to be up one day, down the next, up one day, down the next. So not particularly uh, much in the way of trends at the moment. It is going sideways, if nothing else. And we do have, of course, that big, big, massive, biggest ever capital raise from CSL weighing on the markets as well. That coupled with a 700 and $50 million SPP. And it does look as if um, the CSL cap raise has got away, but towards the lower end of expectations. And we'll talk about that a little more later. As far as commodities go, last night we saw Brent crude up 0.24%, 18 cents, nothing much. 73.88, WTI up 14 cents, $70.87, 0.2%. As you would expect with all this optimism around the place, and the US dollar doing well on the back of it. We saw gold down slightly, $7.80 or 0.44%. Iron ore up $1.45, 1.34%, 109.70. And the Aussie dollar doing okay, 71.74 at the moment, up 0.72 of a dollar, 1.01%. In terms of other commodities last night, we saw copper down 1.7 nickel down 2.1 aluminium down 1.1 zinc uh, pretty much unchanged lead up 0.6 ton uh, fell just over two percent so not a good night for the ton followers over there as far as uh, metal stocks and companies go uh, we had Freeport mcmoran down 1.9 percent Alcoa up just over 1% tech down 0.4 Anglo down 1.8 Glencore down 2.3. Valay down 0.22, and Albemarle down 1.7%. There in the lithium space. Here you can see the S&P 500, and guess what time the Federal Reserve meeting came out? Yes, that's right, at two o'clock. So we saw uh, the market take off from there, like the proverbial scolded cat. Uh, It did peak, and then we had uh, the half-hour break. Um, between two o'clock when the announcement came out from the Federal Reserve and the dot plots were released and then the Bulls were released in size as we saw Jerome Powell take to the podium, uh, the virtual podium that is, and answer questions from the virtual crowd and he seemed to acquit himself quite well. Certainly the market took off again from there. So talking heads and the uh, the experts and the economists seem to be quite happy with the trajectory that the Federal Reserve is taking next year. A plan is better than no plan. Major stories, of course, was the Federal Reserve doubling that taper, signaling those three rate hikes in 2022, and U.S. retail sales trail forecast suggesting a drag from inflation. But power was pretty buoyant about the U.S. consumer and uh, the state of the economy as well. Over in China, crash in China's Shima bonds, Stokes contagion fears, bailout speculation. This is going to be an ever rumbling around story and it won't just be for a week or a day or a month, but this will be rumbling around all of 2022, I suspect, with these property developers in China. And China's economic slump, has fueled calls for more stimulus. The Omicron inflects 70 times faster than less severe, uh, but is less severe. The study says the UK COVID cases have hit a record high. 78,000 were reported in the UK. That's the official number. Some unofficial numbers, thinks that Omicron could be as high as 200,000 cases. And many people think that a cold with the normal cold-like symptoms is just a cold. In fact, it is Omicron uh, COVID, which does seem to be milder, but far more transmissible. Something we're seeing in New South Wales, numbers went through the roof yesterday, 1360 cases in New South Wales yesterday, and Victoria above that uh, 12, 1300 level as well. So, uh, no end in sight for cases, but at the moment it does seem as if uh, it is far less severe than uh, the Delta variant, and certainly hospitalizations not climbing in proportion to the number of cases that have been reported. Not so with UK inflation, hits its highest level in a decade, 5.1%, and many. Analysts believe that the Bank of England will raise rates. When it uh, meets, but um, we shall see. That is tonight, Bank of England meeting. They have uh, squibbed it a little bit last time out, and you would imagine that 78,000 cases of Omicron are going to squib them again tonight. But we shall see. The CDC says Omicron is spreading rapidly. Massive wave of infections in January could pressure already strained health systems. And Pfizer says the antiviral COVID pill nearly 90% effective in preventing hospitalizations and death against Omicron. ECB projections to show inflation below 2% target in the medium term and Chinese macro activity slows in November. And in some rare good news and some rare uh, good news coming out of Capitol Hill, Congress has passed a debt ceiling extension of $2.5 trillion, pushing the next standoff past the midterms, which happen in November 2022. What's on today? Well, we have uh, Josh Frydenberg uh, talking about a million new jobs being created in the economy. We do have the mid-year... The financial update from the Treasury and Feinberg promising a million new jobs. Well, if you walk around the streets, I'd say there's a million new jobs already created. There's just not a million new people to actually fill those jobs. Every cafe, restaurant, hospitality business, Mitre 10, etc. In fact, businesses around the place are struggling to find staff. That is partly the reason why we are seeing wage inflation uh, certainly very prevalent in the media, but many businesses are struggling to find staff at the moment, that's for sure. So it's all very well promising a million new jobs, but they've got to be good jobs. Otherwise, people won't go and work there. We do have spy expiry day today. They're probably one of the busiest days of the year at the opening. So expect some big volumes. And of course, we will also expect um, the spy Uh, means that uh, we will see a staggered opening for the ASX today. But uh, spy expiry cash settled, so plenty of volume being uh, washed through the system in the first few minutes. Quad witching is uh, on the US on Friday. That's quadruple witching, that's the expiry of futures options and uh, indices and stocks so we will see a little bit of increased volatility perhaps in the US on Friday also coming towards the end of the quarter of course with Christmas fast approaching the FOMC meeting we've talked about uh, CSL though book covered but certainly according to the media not racing out the door 273 was the base price it looks like 275 could be the likely clearing price according to some reports haven't had that officially announced as yet, but that could well be the clearing price for the deal. The stock was suspended around 297 and will come back on today. But it is a big slug of CSL, whichever way you cut it, and the jury is slightly out on whether it's a good deal or a bad deal, but it's certainly paying a big price for its next leg up in growth. I was on AusBiz yesterday on the call with Andrew Weiland talking about the CSL deal So if you're interested in that, check out Ausbiz on the call, the recording there yesterday. And the press has rumours that there is one more mega deal, perhaps before Christmas. It's only wafer thin, just one more. Private equity apparently stalking a large listed company, but who? Ansel is one of those that has been mentioned, along with GPT, another one mentioned, but some private equity buyers worried about their shopping center exposure but i have to say given anecdotal evidence i wouldn't be too worried about that it could be actually a key benefit rul which is rpg global has announced the acquisition of environmental management and reporting software company and strike energy stk uh, sorry stx has a urea project in western australia which unsurprisingly at the moment given the shortage of adblue and the potential disruption to the trucking industry and other diesel users has proved very popular with uh, people looking for product and vulcan energy has settled its litigation with short seller jcap last night looks like uh, vulcan has got an apology and some promises that jcap will not do it again, and they have been very naughty boys. Local energy producers look to a 55% emissions cut by 2035, getting in front of the government's emission cut target. And Westpac has copped a first strike yesterday on its remuneration. And anus horribilis continues for Westpac, the perennial, well, not actually the perennial, because NABs has been the perennial underperformer. But Westpac has now wrestled that mantle from National Australia Bank, and is now the dog of the four. In terms of mining stocks last night, BHP down 0.7, Rio down 1.2. We did see that big rise in NASDAQ, Apple up 2.9, Facebook up 2.4, Google up 1.8. Even Block, the blockheads managed a 1.8% rise last night. Ten year yields in the US 1.46. In Australia, 1.55. Germany still negative 0.37. And the Virgin CEO uh, has said that private equity Baines, who owns Virgin, is in for the long haul and not looking at an IPO at the moment. Anyway, question of the day today: Has the Fed move given you confidence? Has it given you more confidence in the markets and more confidence to put your hard-earned dollars to some investment use? So I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Obviously, the Wall Street pundits have uh, pronounced so far the market likes what they hear from Powell, but is that going to be enough to give you enough confidence, especially if you're in cash or some cash to head back into the market just in time for Christmas. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, or insights there. If you're listening to this on a podcast and you're after more on the podcasts, we have the Screams now of four podcasts. We have the Marcus Strategy podcast, the On the Desk podcast, my On the Couch podcast, and of course the End of Day and the Breakfast Briefing podcast This week on the Couch podcast, I'm having a chat to a lovely gentleman by the name of Ignacio Salazar from Highfield Resources. More on that on Henry's take today. And if you're listening on a podcast and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today, the question is always, why not? Do yourself a favour. Sign up for a 14-day free trial on marcustoday.com.au. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day.